It's a busy, yeah. busy. This is like the busiest week of the year, probably for me. Yeah, this is a, a very unbusy week for me until towards the end of the week. Um, but it's good news because our main segment this week is something that you can get animated and excited about. Oh, I know that. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it could possibly be. Um, everyone else knows because it's in the title, maybe. Um, but we'll get to that. Do you have any front end of the show segments? Either a did you see the thing or and content of the week? I have and did you see the thing and no content of the week. So I feel like I haven't watched anything recently. My did you see the thing is, and I can't remember if I've brought this up on the podcast or not before, but <laughs> next year, the Barbie movie comes out. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, I never thought I would be excited for a movie based on the toy Barbie. But here we are. And Ken. And Ken. But here we are. Um, So, for context, Barbie is a film starring Margot Robbie as Barbie. Excellent casting. uh, Directed and written by Greta Gerwig, who did Lady Bird and Little Women. Both films, I think, are great. So I'm very intrigued about what this film is going to end up being. It has an incredible cast. I think this is what we've gone through before. So we have Margot Rogby, Ryan Gosling, Emma McKay from Sex Education, Will Farrell, Simu Liu, Michael Sarah, Kate McKinnon. Uh, I feel like there was more. Uh, Shuti Gatwa, I think that's how you say it, The also from Sex Education and the new Doctor in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot you got uh, that cast in here. Yeah, yeah uh, so that's an insane cast. And even more interestingly, this is not the Did You See the Thing, but just throwing it out there, Margot Robbie's Letterboxd account uh, leaked a couple months ago, and she had a section called To Watch for Barbie, and they are the most insane films. So I am so fascinated to see how this comes out. Anyway, the thing, and I know you did see this, was the set photos of the most insanely gaudy outfits I've ever seen. And I just... Wait. And I just think that's tremendous stuff. I'm so fascinated to watch this film. I've seen a few sort of stills and sort of um, people in the world videoing them as they go by type things. And everything I've seen of it so far looks wild, like completely bonkers. I mean, you don't see anything happening. It's usually them going from trailer to set or whatever. Um, But they're in costume and it just, all of it looks nuts. Like... (laughs) Ryan Gosling's, like, acid blonde hair. It's just ridiculous. You've got high hopes. Yeah, it's wild. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I'm not saying this is going to knock Endgame off, but, uh, off the top um, of the box office. I've got high hopes. I, what I'm saying is, everybody get hype. <laughs> it's got enough of a cast that it possibly could. <laughs> it might well do. I'm going to see if I can very quickly find her letterbox. This is the other thing is is it's so um it's such a good cast that there's got to be something to this more than uh just a Barbie movie. It just seems weird that they would get that many yeah uh like amazing names if uh like amazing names if yeah, they're all they're all that was very it. high profile aren't they? Yep. 
uh, where is the list of things? Uh, okay. I don't even know all of these. But the films that she had in her list were uh, Puberty Blues. Um, then there's The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. No idea. Uh, the Truman Show. Okay. Uh, is that it? That'd be it. But yeah, I've, there's, yeah I'm intrigued. It's got to be something going on Sounds there. Sounds wild, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my Did You See The Thing is... So, last week, um, UK and Europe got the new rollout of PlayStation Plus, which is the online subscription service where you, you, you pay and you, it allows you to play online games. Um, and PlayStation Plus previously would get you three monthly games. They just updated it to a tiered system where there are more options based on what tier. Um, so far, good, I think. Might do a whole episode on that. We had talked about it before because um, there could be an awful lot to go through, which would be good fun. Um, but even with the new tiered system, they are still going to offer the three monthly games that rotate each month, obviously, and they leak every time, every single time. They leak about a week early, and this week they have leaked for next month, which comes next week. Some of them, yeah, fine, I won't go through them all. The one that I am most intrigued by, however, is a game called Arcadegeddon. What's that? <laughs> well... <laughs> It doesn't sound like much based on the description, but according to this line reading here, Arcadegeddon is a cooperative multiplayer game that provides a mix of PvE and PvE experiences that allows for all different speeds of play. As you continue to play, you take on additional challenges from local gangs that hang out in Gilly's Arcade. These will earn you much more than street cred. Now, Oh, about an hour and a half after I saw that this had leaked as a potential PS Plus game for next month. Let's Play, the one of the Achievement Hunter channels, has done a Let's Play of it. And it looks bonkers and good fun. So it's a third-person cartoony style looking. It's not realism, it's a sort of cartoon-looking thing. But it's... It looks like a round-based... Do you remember in Destiny they had strings? Yeah. And it was cooperative, PvE specifically, and it was like, build to a number of objectives, do do X, Y, and Z, get to a boss. And it might be mini-boss, and then complete that, do X, Y, and Z, mini-objectives, main-boss, win, loot, points, rank-ups, etc. It looks sort of like that, but... The art and stuff doesn't look anything like Destiny, um, but I am fascinated. It looks really cool. Well, um, if it's free, I'm done. If it's free and it's a between Even one it's not and... free because we pay every well, subscription. Yeah, yeah, but this is a bonus. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and it's also between a one and four player co-op. There is a PvP element as well. So I think that is pretty much wheelhouse for what we are looking for. Um, it is also Unreal Engine 5. The studio is Elphonic or Elephonic. Oh, I think I've, yeah, I can tell you what else they've done, but I recognise that name. Uh, let's have a quick look. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. Ah, that'll Ghost be Buster why. Spirits unleashed Friday the Thirteenth. Ah, that'll be why. So you know, games that we've played and enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm down. 
Oh, so I mean, it. they usually get announced on on a Thursday in a week. Uh, so it was leaked today. It'll probably get announced on Thursday. They're almost always accurate to the leaks, and then it will be um, made live on Tuesday next week. The other thing that makes me think this is going to be an accurate leak is in the Let's Play video. I think it's Alfredo is doing the 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 sort of ad read for it because it is a sponsored video. It is due to release on the 5th of July, which is Tuesday. So they're just going to release it straight to plus. Which is right. So it's going to release free. So I think, I think good, maybe. Looking forward to that. I'll send, I'll put a link in the show notes and I'll send you the link. I might just try and send you just now um, to that video that Let's Play did because it does look like, like a lot of fun. Um, bonkers kind of almost sort of Fortnite colours vibrant, bit nutty bit kind of weird and wild but yeah, looks good uh, okay, interesting and then my my content sorry, my content of the week is just very brief and I apologise to on all non-sports fans for two sports things in a fortnight Sports fans. Um, summer internationals for rugby start this week with the Maori All Blacks taking on Ireland tomorrow. Today, m- when you're listening to this morning, yes, today already will have happened by the time you listen to this. Yep. Um, good. Looking forward to that. Fortunately, all all but the Japan series are going to be on Sky Sports, so I'm going to pick up a month's pass for that. Uh, and then the second one, very briefly, is Wimbledon's back, y'all. It's, it's tennis time, everybody. It's good, I think. Yeah, I watched a bit of Wimbledon at lunchtime yesterday. I was thinking yesterday. I was watching it going, yeah. I I just love watching athletes at the tip top of their it's like sports sports are of fun. their respective field and being good at it. Even if that's curling, I love watching curling when it's p- proper pros. Yeah, I get it, that. It's, I don't know something about watching proper pros playing is so engaging <laughs> so yeah Wimbledon's back exciting good exciting. Andy Murray got his first win um, he did so did Emma Raducanu her debut on Center Court I didn't realise yeah. that um, and quick shout out to Paul Jubb great name who <clears throat> who made yeah. his second Wimbledon appearance today uh, against Nick Kyrgios Nick Kyrgios ranked somewhere in the top 25 or 30 I would think the Aussie yeah he was very grumpy all day um, Paul Job, second appearance got knocked out in round one in 2019 hasn't appeared since um, round one game today against Kyrgios very shouty man 219th in the world he only broke the top 300 in March this year and he took Nick Kyrgios up to the fifth set tie break and had he was one game from winning, <laughs> and I just felt so bad for the guy. And what was worse was he's from Wigan, right? So he's sort of in in relative terms for Wimbledon. He's a local lad, um, but Nick Kyrgios <laughs> was still the one getting cheered for. And I'm like, but he's just a little lad from Wigan. What's wrong with this? Or Hull or somewhere? I can't remember, but in the north <laughs> somewhere. And it's like, come on, guys, be nice to the relatively local lad. But he was really good. I think he's going to be fantabulous. Good luck to him. Cool. Right, uh, should we move on to our main thing? Please do. What is our main thing? don't know. 
it's like a, yeah. it's like a weird sort of indie thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's this pretty small thing. It's a Star Wars project. Yeah, I'm not, not sure if that's accurate or not, but yeah, you some character. Uh... Apparently, there's some history with this character as well. I don't know. Oh yeah, what's his name? He uses so many names. Sir Is Alec it Ben? Guinness. Oh, that was it. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously, because you've seen the title, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. We've, we've sort of touched on it briefly a few times on this already. Um, so let's. I think for this one, let's try our best for a couple minutes to keep it spoiler-free, and then we'll dive straight in. Okay. Uh, just for fun. Oh, okay. So, just to start off, this is Obi Wan Kenobi starring Ewan McGregor, set between episode three, fun, episode four. Um, I'm not even going to go into the story as such because I think that there's like spoilers in mm-hmm. that. I would say so. Um, it is directed by Deborah Chow, who worked on some episodes of The Mandalorian. And uh, it's on the Book of Boba Fett. Don't think so. Cause I think she was doing this. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, and then it is all on Disney Plus now. Finished the last mm-hmm. Wednesday, um, and it stars Hugh McGregor, as I said, Hayden Christensen returning, <laughs> and Moses Ingram as a new character called Reva. Uh, so, what did we think? <laughs> I think this show has taken a wildly unfair bashing. And (laughs) you could argue that that is major, major bias on my and our part because we are Star Wars fans. We are also guilty of being huge Ewan McGregor fans because there is that um, uh, inherent love for anyone Scottish on screen. (laughs) Um, And a luscious beard. (laughs) Yeah, fabulous beard. God, he does well, doesn't he? Yeah, I just, I loved it. I loved it. I, we can get into little bits that you can argue maybe not brilliant, um, but they're not, they're by no means. I have two things, but I'll touch on them. I think they're by no means pivotal parts of the show. They don't, they don't affect my enjoyment going, oh, I wish this or that, or I wish it hadn't been this or that. It's things that you can understand why they've done it. Um, but other than that, I think brilliant. Really good. I returning, agree. Returning cast, excellent in their respective roles. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something bold here. Returning, returning oh. cast, best they've been in a Star Wars project. What do we think? There is one scene, we'll get through the spoilers, for two... Totals to date. To from the cast, not the characters, but from the no, from yeah. from the ones in this show, right? But you're saying compared to, let's say, Harrison Ford in uh, the sequels. No, no, no. I'm saying compared to themselves. Oh, I see. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is I think this is best is Ewan McGregor's best performance um, as Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, is that because of what we already know of him? I don't know. I will actually touch on why I think so. Later. After we've done this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so returning cast, obviously fabulous. We'll get to that. Uh, new cast, i.e. Moses Ingram, fabulous. Loved it. 
Um, oh, what's the guy's name? Rupert. Fiend? Friend? Friend, maybe? Yeah, Rupert Friend. He's good as a new character. Not as a new character, but as a new casting for a character. Um, yeah, just good. I, I liked all the cast. So, shall... I'm sort of I'm trying to think. We briefly touch upon that. I also really like this. Again, like you, um, I am aware that I could be biased. This is right up my street. Like you said, I like you McGregor and all that kind of stuff. But my favorite time period, I know a lot of people fascinating, is the between the Clone Wars, which is one, two, and three, and then the Empire, which is four, five, six. That time period is really interesting to me, and because it's such a huge. A huge yeah. Yeah. shift and from the universe, to obviously. And Obi-Wan is probably my favourite character out of the entire thing. Um, so I'm very aware that this was <laughs> written for me. <laughs> did, you not, did you not see the end of episode one? It's so, so uh, yeah, it's a cute little moment, wasn't it? So I that, was that, really that nice letter you wrote to you and to, obviously paid off. To remind me, to remember me like that. Son of a gun. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't write back, but he gave me that, so I'll take it. <laughs> um, yes, I think this is very good. I yeah, think okay. if you like, I, I think if you're honest with yourself, if you like Star Wars, you will like this show. I have also spoken to a couple of people who are not Star Wars fans who have been really into it as well. Uh, they don't really come. I don't even think they'd watched the prequels, but I they think a lot... said didn't matter. Yes, they were quite happy with what they were being shown. You get enough context, so everything was fine. Uh, they didn't struggle. If you know Star Wars better, you chances are you're going to pick up on a lot more things and be like, "Oh, that's cool." Um, but it's also nice that they are not getting in the way of the story. Um, so. I think it's a big recommend from me. I think it is for you. 